Mary Griffith Show is underway, brought to you by Refreshment Services Pepsi and Harvest Bridge Coffee. And remember, there's all different kinds of Harvest Bridge blends. You can get the uh, Hawaiian blend, the dark roast blend, the regular everyday blend. That's what I drink. Uh, there's all kinds of different blends you can get. But the thing you need to know about Harvest Ridge is those beans are ground fresh, and you always get a fresh cup of coffee. So thanks to Harvest Ridge for once again signing on to be the sponsor of the Mary Griffith Show for the year 2023. Joining me today for his first appearance of many this year on the Mary Griffith Show is the Executive Director of the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce, Bruce Guthrie. Good morning. Good morning, Mary. How was your Christmas? How was your New Year's? Good, you know. Got involved in little travel issues, but... Uh, oh, were you part of that? I, I was part of the Southwest Airlines. I was very fortunate in some ways, trying to get out of town. Um, were you heading back down to Dallas? No, I was heading to, to D.C., where oh, my okay. son's at, and wanted to okay. catch up with him for a few days, my wife and I, and we got got down to St. Louis uh, Airport about uh, 6 o'clock in the morning for a 9 o'clock flight the day after Christmas. And sitting down to eat a little breakfast, and they canceled the flight. They canceled, you know, canceling flights right and left all over the place. Uh, trying to then trying to find our bag. Uh, there was probably in the in the baggage area. There's probably 1,600 bags sitting around down there. It took us about four hours to get out of there. So, but we got out of there. As far as it's it so interesting, Mary, and and to hear the stories by these folks that were traveling in St. Louis for three days airport trying to get out been traveling all across the country just to get someplace and then trying and stuck with kids canceled cruises that they had no money back canceled vacations in cancun with families and it was it was kind of buy sad. insurance as mecky cosin would say buy insurance. buy insurance so anyway besides that but did you make it out to no, dc you gave no, up no we couldn't you couldn't get a flight out yeah. for um three days after that so and then my son was he was traveling after that so we we couldn't make it, so we have to catch up with him. Kind of sad, but hey, you know, deal with it. And word uh, hurt. And got there and got home that day. So like I, t- I tell everybody, we spent uh, it was a nice seven hour morning to go down to St. Louis and have breakfast at Lambert Airport. <laughs> and then on New Year's Eve, were you one of the revelers up till midnight, or did you call it? I I we barely made it to then. We barely made it, Mary. Greg and I made it to seven thirty. <laughs> It was New Year's somewhere. It was New Year's in London already. We went to bed, That's so. true. Well, I'm so glad that you're safe. That's no, safe. the very it, No, it could have been a lot worse, so no, we're glad. We had a good time. Well, lots of things are happening this month for the Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. You've got your annual meeting and your Business Hall of Fame ceremony, Wednesday, January 18th. Your inductees this year, C. David Nissen and the late Carl Richards. Of course, C. David Nissen from um, manufacturing side of things and our former mayor, and uh, Carl Richards from Richards Electric Motor. We talked about them uh, last month, and uh, we did quite a big story on them and everything. But these are the people who saw a need and stepped up to that need, and now those products are known worldwide that are made right here in Quincy. Made right here in Quincy. Electric Motor Company, Richards Electric Motor Company, is an amazing story. And how Carl started it. He 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 found a niche that he wanted to get into in the electrician. Be and he started. He was an electrician and started wiring some houses in the uh, uh, before World War II. And he he found out, hey, you know what? I think I want that's that's business. That a lot of people are in that. I'm going to get into the electric motor repair. Bought some books to learn it. Then he went off to World War II and served in the Navy. 
then he came out and and borrowed some money and started this company, him and his wife, and put over 40 employees, multi-million dollar company that does work all over the world, uh, and it is an amazing company that's that's kind of uh, you don't you don't hear about it. They do the Bill Dietrich and does such a great job out there. The owner now and uh, they do an amazing amount of things uh, and they're very creative and uh, we're so excited. Of course, see David, who um, as I got into this, Mary, I heard many many more stories about him and what he's done. A lot of things people don't know about. Of course, he did a, did a great thing to help fill that Motorola building. Uh, which is, he has kind of a, a unique career. I mean, where Mr. Richards, I mean, was civic-minded, but it was about his business. Uh, with Mr. Nissen, uh, you know, what's the name of his plant, Midwest? What's the name of that plant? Quincy uh, Metal Fabricator. Quincy Metal Fabricator. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I was like, what's the name? I could drive by yeah. it all the time. I could see uh-huh. it on the side. Of the... And that's a family-owned business, and that came out of a need that, you know, we we need this, and if somebody would put some money in, we could build this in Quincy. But... And he should be rem- remembered for that as a business owner, but he's also remembered for helping so many other businesses in his political job as the mayor. And he continues today to be. He, a big he does, and he he you know he was on the Adams County, got voted to the Adams County Board, and then he became mayor. The boy mayor. Uh, yeah, the boy mayor, the youngest mayor, and then he the things he did. Uh, uh, you know, he helped create Gretif, was known as Gretif today. He also helped with the. Uh, uh, creation of the downtown organization, you know, historic Quincy Business Day. Now it's the district, and uh, and also it was really interesting. I, I, I was able to come across some some folks that told us uh, his contributions to some uh, some charities that help that really help people that nobody knew about. You know, he donated a lot of his mayoral salary to help with some charities in the city. So, um, see, David has left a, an imprint in 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 this. Uh, uh, in this community, that's for sure. And they will be celebrated, both uh, C. David Nissen and Carl Richards, uh, the late Carl Richards of Richards Electric Motor Company, on Wednesday, January 18th. Let's talk about um, how we can get tickets for this event. Tickets are available. You just need to go to uh, uh, the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce uh, website, which is quincychamber.org, uh, and you can you can get your tickets there. It's down here at the Oak Lindsay Center. It's going to be a fun, a fun luncheon, and uh, it's always great to honor uh, our, our great business in the community. That'll put up to 55, I think, that's in the, the Business Hall of Fame. Yeah, I was looking over the list the other day because you'd given it to me last month. And, I mean, we are so blessed, so blessed in this community to stand on the shoulders of people who really laid the groundwork for Quincy to be the thriving community that it is today. And we're going to keep talking about mm-hmm. that, of course. One of the things that makes our community great, but... Probably 95% of people don't think about in their day-to-day existence is agriculture. You know, I sit here in this seat, and we will call for a farm market report here in about 20 minutes. Agricultural advertising makes WTAD. What happens at the Ursa Farmers Cooperative brings money into the pockets of farmers throughout our area. Every time a farmer buys something, whether it's for the farm or just a sofa, you know, they are turning it over in our community. We cannot be a community without agriculture. And yet Bruce Guthrie is not in agriculture. Mary Griffith's not in agriculture. It's amazing how few percentage-wise people are still in agriculture, but yet how still it is the major impact in our community, I would say, Probably still the major employer if you lumped everybody together. 
you know, because even Blessing Hospital has people on staff because farmers <laughs> need to be seen by a doctor. So really you can't underestimate agriculture, can you? No, you really can't. I've come to – well, I knew that before I come in as a chamber. I, I, I think I knew that until – Until, until it, you I, see the and I really saw it, and then we have an ag committee, and you start seeing the the impact that the – the ag community has in the banking business. Think of the banking business in, in this in this community. Um, and so it is so important to us. I was thinking about when I was walking over here for this interview, trailer trucks going by that are that are unloading beans or whatever beans it may be. Every day uh, we usually see about at least once a week, sometimes more than that, a little trailer, a big semi full of pigs, and they think they're going to Disney World, but Bruce, they're not going to Disney World. <laughs> no, they're not going they to got Disney on World. The, they said, we're going on vacation, yay, where are you going to take us today? Yay, and it, 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 it's such a huge uh, uh, part of our community, and that's what's so important. Uh, in the business community, it affects so many things, and that's why they're so important to the Chamber. We do an ag banquet. Uh, that we celebrate the ag community, which is uh, March 14th, I think. I'm trying to remember my, yes, my dates, Yes, it is. Mary. Ag banquet is Thank March you, 14th. And uh, what we do that night is we honor the ag community, and we do. There's three. There's three awards. There's one for an ag family that the Harold Wig uh, puts together every year, and then we do an ag ag business and an ag educator, Larry Fisher Award. Larry Fisher was a very uh, uh, influential ag educator in this community. At John, John Wood started the ag college. Yep. Uh, uh, great, great individual, Larry Fisher. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, the only thing I can hold against him, when we were in Switzerland together on a vacation, he took his wife to the top of the mountain to the restaurant to have dinner with her on their anniversary instead of taking me. <laughs> you hold that against him, I stood him, eh? there. I said, hey, you didn't buy three tickets for the tram ride? He said, no, I'm sorry. And Come on, Larry. The only thing. Bad, I could say about Larry Fisher. That's the only thing I could well, say. Well, I tell you, I, I hear so many great things about him. So we try to honor an educator in the you know in the community. So we have nominations are still open for an ag educator and also an agribusiness, and that's open to the the thirteenth. I'm trying to remember my uh, dates. It on, says here the nomination deadline is Thursday, the twelfth. The twelfth. It is the twelfth. Thank you. I I don't have my notes in he front of me. He gave me notes, but he I know. Gave them I, to I, me. I know. So I look I'm, like I'm smart. And Mary's know? taking care of me here. <laughs> Uh, but we've gotten a few nominations in. We're, we, we please get those in if you know of anyone. We have so many great ag businesses, like you said. There's multiple ag businesses in this and community. And you've got to think outside the box a little bit because there are businesses that are ag businesses that some people might not, might not think, think about that. really. Now I'm not putting WTAD into that category, but we serve the farming community. I mean, they tune in for our farm market reports. In the morning, we have a whole ag show for an hour in the morning. So everybody around here has some sector that caters to farming and agriculture, almost any business. So, But do an agribusiness, uh, definitely uh, nominate them. And do you have a list of past recipients so that they know who's been nominated? Yeah, they can want to go on. And again, for, to, to do a nomination, you just go on our website, QuincyChamber.org, and you'll see the nomination form, and plus all the winners from the, from the past, Mary. Okay, and definitely that is something that really uh, everybody would be honored to be the Agribusiness of the Year. The Larry Fisher Ag Educator of the Year is a great honor, and of course the Harold Wig names the Farm Family of the Year, and they take care of that. 9.30, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how many new businesses were started in Adams County uh, in this past year, I'll have to give him back his notes. And <laughs> we'll talk about how everything great is happening in our community. There's a few things, of course, that aren't always so great. But let's talk about the great things, and then we'll worry about the things that aren't so great. 
we'll all find out in the long run. And we're going to talk about the long run and the short term now with uh, Bruce Guthrie, who is here, the director of the uh, Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce, president and CEO. Their annual meeting and business hall of fame is a luncheon Wednesday, January 18th. You can still get tickets for that at the website. You can uh, nominate your favorite ag educator of the year or your favorite agribusiness of the year. You have until a week from today, January 12th, to get that in. But uh, let's talk about the growth in Adams County's business community. The Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce is concerned, of course, about Quincy, but about our entire area. Greta, the district, which you used to be the head of, uh, this is kind of a troika here that works with the Adams County Board, the city council, even uh, governments across the river and in other counties to try to make this area very rich. And apparently the seeds you've been sowing are uh, showing some fruition. You sent me something here. You've tracked 59 new businesses that opened in 2022. And I guess Camp Point is just a little hot box of people uh, really is, rediscovering yeah. Camp Point. So talk about this. Well, Obviously, some businesses have closed, too. It's it, We wish it could be a net gain of 59. It is not. But, wow, that's pretty impressive on the heels of coming out of a pandemic and, uh, you know, the stock market failing through most of the year. That's that's a real show of uh, courage and hope and trust that things are going to get better. It really is amazing. I think a lot of times we don't we don't think about that. And I think one of the big things is it never gets really tracked, Mary. There's no, you know, when you start a business in Adam County, you, you you, you could start it without telling any. In other words, there's not. You don't have to go sign up at the new business office. Uh, you just you open don't you up. Don't have to have a license though. In in different forms in different ways. So it's hard to track it on what businesses start. You have to collect sales tax. Sales guess. tax, but it's hard. It, so we have the Greta and the district. We've kind of formed this this pack to really try to track this. Super secret. Super secret. Five. There you go. And so we've been tracking that uh, and. And just a real simple uh, uh, spreadsheet. And then also at the same time, we're going out and visiting all these new ones, getting them packed, getting them information. And uh, it's amazing uh, uh, what still goes on in our community and how what it, it's thriving and doing well. Uh, on top of that, we've developed a, a startup guide. Uh, our organizations work together to, to create this startup guide that's on our websites that helps new businesses navigate the challenges of starting a business, everything from, you know, what are the ordinances, what are the rules, what are the signage rules, where do you go to do this, where do you go to do that, where do you go to get your, you know, and trying to help them because there really there was never anything like that before. And I talked to other companies and businesses from other states that come in and go, where do we go to get this, you know, well, we're going to try to help. So we developed that this past year, and I think that's really helped, and we're trying to help people because we'll get people say, hey, I want to start a, a restaurant. Okay, well, what do you got to do to do that? Well, you know, there's a, there's a health department, there's a city codes. So, but here's the way, and here's where to who to, who to go to call. Maybe not all their answers are in this packet, but here's where you called to, um, you know, get your answers that uh, hopefully can help you and make it, you know, we want to make it easier and and not as bureaucratic for people to open a business and be successful. So that's what we're doing, and you're seeing, you know, 59 business. That's it's just amazing what's what's going on. The thing that's so interesting, and and you are right on track with what should be being done, and I applaud all the district, Gretif, and the chamber for doing this because it's intensely bureaucratic and complex. You know, if I am a cook, I know how to cook food, but how to open a restaurant—that's a totally different skill set. You think it's the same? It's not. And the other thing is. 
um, we see so many startup businesses fail, and I think it's because they don't ask anybody advice. They don't ask the right people for advice. And we have so many business people with SCORE, the retired executives, with the Chamber of Commerce, with Gretif, with the district, you know, that would want to help you. They want you to succeed. And sometimes just saying, this is what I'm going to do. Because recently, well, this happened uh, at um, the Grand Prix of Cardi. guy walked up to me and handed me this handwritten flyer. I'm opening up a restaurant, and here's the name of it, and here's the things on the menu. And I looked at that, and I thought, this is never going to be successful. But I didn't say anything to him because it's not my place. And it didn't. You know, it lasted for a month almost, and then it folded up. And it's like if he had just handed that flyer, you know, to Bruce Guthrie, Six months before he was going to open up and say, this is what I'm planning to do, I'm sure you would have said, I think that's great. Here's, maybe you want to think about doing this a little bit differently. So, you know, a lot of people, they just don't take advice. And you that's all it is. It's advice. You can take it or not take it, but they don't even ask for advice. No, they don't. And, and we've had, I've, I've talked to uh, say several businesses that are starting and tr- exactly what you said. I said I'm, I'm going to give you advice that I'm seeing that that makes a business successful. And one of the big things is is go talk to other businesses like yours that are successful. Very simple. And some people are a little hard headed about that, but it's like go find out why they're successful. You might be a you might be a great cook at home, but that doesn't mean you can start a restaurant and be successful. There's a lot of things that go into it. So there's some hard conversations that I've had. Um, and we try to help people as much as possible. You're exactly right. There's so many assets and people that you can talk to, from SCORE to, to all these entities. To Also, I will, I've got several businesses that I know that will go, I'll talk to, I'm not, I own a restaurant, I will help that restaurant. Because the more restaurants are successful, we're all, you know, you know, it raises everybody. A lot of people don't get that. And we have a lot of great people that will help. Other businesses that own whatever, rental businesses or whatever, they will help you. And uh, but like you said, just ask, and and we'll try. To, it eliminates some maybe the heartache that you might have. Um, but that's why we're here to help the chamber. That's what we're help. We're here to help you. Give us a call, and we'll, we'll get you to the right place that you can maybe answer your questions before you go down a road or or build a sign that doesn't go to the the code, and you have to tear it down or whatever it may be. Yeah, I. It's just the bureaucracy is pretty overwhelming for people. It really is. Let's talk about. Uh, do you have off the top of your mind what are these fifty nine new businesses? I don't expect you to name all well, fifty nine, you know, but yeah. you know, hit a few highlights. Uh, because one thing I know that some businesses do not do, and they really need to, is they need to have an advertising budget, whether that's radio, television, print, social media, word of mouth, flyers on a car, I don't care. You have to tell people that you're open. If you don't tell anybody you're open, and you're especially if you're a retail, you know, you're not going to be successful because by the time people figure out that you're there, You've already got three months into it, and you haven't made a profit, and you're getting ready to close the door because you can't pay the electric bill. Well, you're exactly right. It's not only the logistics of, of maybe the physical part of opening, et cetera, but it's the marketing of your business. And I've had many conversations. Do you, do you, do you business owner, have a website? Do you have a Facebook page? No. You've got to get that. Here's the things you can do to help you market your business. You know, we, there's a lot of great businesses. You know, just right down off the square here, the Corinthian Center has opened up the new event space. The old, as we all remember, the old forum days. The old forum. But there again, that was a space that was 
not utilized, and there's no reason for it not to be utilized. Again, it's great. You know, you can't say, "Well, that's gone out of business three times." Well, three times people's lives have changed, and they didn't want to do that business anymore. Doesn't mean the space isn't still perfect for it. No, and they've done, they've done such a great job with that. You know, another great company that's opening Quincy that that is is really thriving is Trimark. Trimark Corporation came out of Iowa. They bought, uh, uh, I think it was an old signage building near, near Napai. Century Signs. Yeah, Century Signs. Napai was one of their big customers, so they're like, why are we paying all this money to ship this stuff down to Quincy? Let's just build a factory across the street. <laughs> we, can, we can walk it across the street if we have to. I'm being facetious, but, you know, I mean, your supply chain's right there. And exactly, and they are thriving and they're they're amazing little business little business they have they actually have uh offices in china and other places but they're out of a little town in iowa and they are loving being here in quincy and they i think they'll expand and, and do much more so you 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 got you got trimark you got the relish jar uh, a firm that that opened up uh uh an ad agency that's that's opened up uh you've got some lawn lawn services some restaurants i'm trying to think, uh uh, a, a massage therapist, uh, Lucky Dogs, the 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 hot yeah. dog place. So How's that place doing? I I, I think now it's I doing well, good. They're not doing great because of me because I've not been in, but I've always wanted to go into Lucky Dogs. So maybe this very week, good. I've been in there. They, this... they they do a great job. We got Sonic down the street. I'm just you know that's just to name a few. There's so many different people who've opened up and they see what what Quincy has and. We're not even talking about what's coming in the next in the next in 2023, which is creating all sorts of other opportunities with that with that target coming, yeah. uh, and what's happening with uh, Planet Fitness and and that whole uh, rehab. Yeah, thirty yeah. probably. As a matter of fact, I want to go into that after this break because I got a call the other day live on the air. You know, Mary, what's this? And of course, my mind goes completely blank. All I could think of was Planet Fitness, but that's not they were talking about in front. So we'll 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 unpack that. Um, whenever you see a major construction project going on in Quincy, uh, you know, find out what it is and see how you can how you can support it. And if you haven't heard, Target is coming to Quincy. And if you haven't heard that, you've been living under a rock. We'll be back continuing our conversation with Bruce Guthrie, president and CEO of the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce. Lots of great things are happening in our community. But. We are back. Talk Radio 930 WTAD. Bruce Guthrie, so generous with his time to let my WTAD listening audience know what's going on in our tri-state area. Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce, Gretif in the district, have tracked 59 new businesses that opened in 2022. There may have been more. But 59 new employers have come into our community. And they're still having trouble finding employees. That's one of the problems. But there's so much building going on at the corner of 36th and Broadway, at the corner of 30th and Broadway. We're really revitalizing those hubs. Uh, when I was a little girl, Bruce, that was the stockyards out there at 36th and Broadway. You fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. The Adams County Highway Department was on the northwest corner, you know, because, I mean, that was out in the uh -huh. country. Yeah, and they needed country. all that land to put there, you know. Uh, salt and rock on and then right across the street was the stockyards where you know the little cows came in every day and get along little doggy i mean nobody would give me a ride home after cyo volleyball because i lived so far out in the country way out there didn't you yeah so uh it's amazing the house didn't move but now i'm two miles within <laughs> the end of the world but we're revitalizing and that's important we've got to revitalize these quote empty 
corners. So talk a little bit about what's happening at 30th and Broadway, because some people still don't know what's going in there. Well, 30th and Broadway is the, uh, I mean, that's the, the Tom Marks. that's Tom Marks's area. And, of course, they, they've rehabbed the building, which is amazing. What the, that's old like. the old county market. The old county market. Uh, you know, that facade was in bad shape, and CVS needed to get their signage, and so they've redone that. Planet Fitness is going in. A Planet Fitness is going in there, and then it's got room for another retailer in there. I, I've heard some rumblings that something's happening there, but I don't know. And then outside of it there, on, on the parking lot area, I think it's three uh, retailers are going into to that area. I'm pretty sure that, I think, they, I don't know if they would announce, I think one of them is a, a phone company. I yes, I've heard that they T-Mobile or someone. Somebody. And there's, you know, other talk about other retailers. And, uh, no, that's that's exciting there. And I think when you – it's so important because that's at the same time what's going on, you know, a little, little uh, east of there, that, that other development. So you change, you're changing the, the, whole, the whole look of Broadway in so many ways. Broadway was – Broadway had been starting to deteriorate a little bit. And, frankly – uh, the corner of 18th and Broadway, you know, we've got the big Walgreens there. We've got a nice Airco there, and we've got another business. But there's that empty mm-hmm. lot. You know, I'd like to see. Of course, I don't know who owns it or what's happening there. I don't know anything. I'm just talking off the top of my head. But man, so close to the college, you would think something would go in there that would, you know, attract uh, a college age crowd mm-hmm. or younger people. Um, and you just drive around Quincy and you see a. a a corner that's kind of abandoned for whatever reason. Uh, you know, there's a restaurant at the corner of 12th and um, Jefferson that went, they just changed locations. But that old Hardy's restaurant, then it was Chomps, you know, it's sitting there kind of right well, for Well, I think I just heard that, that uh, speaking of that, I was just talking to my wife last night. I heard, I think, that La Gondola is going to go into the old Chomps. Really? That's my understanding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... There's a lot of this that's going on, Mary. It's amazing. And I think people don't realize that this, to me, one of the biggest successes in this community, it was the biggest challenge, is these big buildings. And you drive around in other cities, and I drive around in other cities around the state, and you're seeing empty, you know, Shopco's and empty Kmart buildings. And these they're sitting there. Now, we're, we're filling them. We're filling, you know, the Tom Marks area. We're filling the old Kmart. We're filling downtown uh, uh, the the Illinois State Bank building, which is getting done. Oh my gosh! And then the armory over here that the, the Tanagers, Ryan and Jay, have done. Yeah, and that the great thing about that is that's just one young man who had a heart for Quincy. Yes. Who went on and became successful, won Tony Awards on Broadway, and said, "You know what? It all started here, and I want to give back." And it's it's really amazing how many people have this love for their hometown, have this love for Quincy. And want to kind of lift it up, and we need outside money to lift you, you it really up. do, and we're so fortunate that Jay and Ryan t- yeah. think about that. they got those buildings, and then they take the Illinois State Bank building. They um, live in Oklahoma City and Dallas are their other <laughs> locations and they so, d- Dallas, Oklahoma City, and Quincy. Yeah, <laughs> and they've moved and they have made a commitment here well, yeah. between the two what the patio building and the armory, I think it's three million dollars or so and then Illinois state, which is going to be ten yeah. to fifteen, they have made a commitment, so those buildings which i we, we I lost a lot of sleep, and a lot of other people did in the city because we were so worried about that the bank building, the Kmart building because it just deteriorates, and now we're able to fill these things. It's fantastic for this community because those buildings are hard to fill. People think, okay, there's manufacturers. No, they don't. A lot of manufacturing and bigger companies like that, they want 
they don't want those older pole buildings. They, you know, it's a whole different ballgame. So there is still brick and mortar coming, and I think you'll see that even coming when the when the 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 uh, Quincy Town Center gets going again. Uh, and so uh, we're really excited about all this development. 2023, there's a lot of great things that are going to happen. Well, let me ask you about that. Let's give me the little sound bite. Hit the highlights for 2022, and then I'll have you hit the forecast highlights for 2023. So your top five biggies for 2022. I think think from looking from the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce is uh, the development of our uh, uh, business community. I think it's also the the uh, uh, the collaboration that I'm seeing with all of our uh, business partners, our, our community partners, the city of Quincy, Adams County, uh, Greta, the district, uh, uh, Holly Kane, and and the C Quincy, all the great things doing there. Th- those are those are some of the big things that are happening, and I I really want to emphasize that because that's so important for Quincy to understand. It, we're working together to try to solve the challenges that we have ahead, and we talk about it all the time. We know we need. Uh, more housing, we need more employees, and we're working on that. And so, coming into 2023, you know, we're I think the expansion of um, uh, Broadway and our other businesses, the uh, the opportunities that we do have in the housing in the housing market that we're working on, and I think the city's working on, is going to come forward. And from the chamber's perspective, is some of the new projects and and programs we're putting together and working on right now with our business partners to bring to the community, to bring to our businesses to help them make be successful. You said it very well and succinctly, and, and I do think that uh, it, it's very true. We're living in a very, very hopeful time. Now, you can listen to the national prognosticators who say we're you know, one step away from recession or something worse, and the stock market's teetering, and, of course, our political system is completely chaotic. However, one thing, I'm going to Cancun here in a few weeks, and people are, oh, you can't go to Mexico. It's so dangerous down there. It's so dangerous down there, Mary. I said, you know, where I'm going uh, isn't really Mexico. It's just American light. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I said, those people that make their money running those hotels are never going to let anything bad happen to me because that would kill their tourism industry. So, yes, I'm not going on, you're a, fine where you're I'm going not going on a tour of Mexico. I'm not getting out in a car or a motorbike and going on a tour of Mexico. I'm flying airport to airport in a secure environment. But... We get these ideas in our head that Quincy is the same as, you know, things that are happening in other places. And sometimes the good doesn't hit us as quickly. We have to wait for it. But the bad doesn't hit us as quickly either. And we've really got a pretty good thing going on here. Well, we do. And I think a lot of times we don't, we don't realize that. When you see other people come into this city, uh, you know, we had one of the big executives with, the, with Illinois, um, Illinois uh, uh, which is kind of equivalent to, uh, the the Greta yeah. come in and say, you guys have got it going on here. And, and, and also talking about all the other great things that Illinois is doing. Illinois catches a lot of, a lot of heat, but there's still a lot of great things that are going on here. And we just announced uh, yesterday on the Mary Griffith Show, $1.5 million is finally coming for the building across the street at 4th and Main. They're it is. They're build the elevator. They get the elevator and done they, and everything? They're getting oh, the elevator. Right. They've got the money in hand now. The elevator, Good. the viewing deck, the classroom, so it's all going to happen. Well, Bruce, thank you so very much for for your generosity. Remember, folks, 
Get to the luncheon on Wednesday, January 18th. They're honoring C. David Nissen and the late Carl Richards from Richards Electric Motor. And get your nominations in for Agribusiness of the Year and the Larry Fisher Ag Educator of the Year. And I'll talk to you again in February. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so very much. We'll be back to do it all again tomorrow. And, of course, the Mary Griffith Show, powered by Harvest Ridge Coffee from Refreshment Services, Pepsi.